playing online and on smart devices. Now on London Scotty Radio, it's podcast time. I'm George Matlock. Welcome, welcome. This is London Scotty Radio. I'm George Matlock with you for another edition of Scotty MOT, the well-being and healthcare show about Scottish Terriers. As ever, delivered by London Scotty Club. Well, we have a very special guest here today on the programme and uh, we're very much uh, delighted that we can speak to Katrina Hudson. Uh, can you hear us all right, Katrina? I can, yeah, it's nice to speak to you. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Now, a few people might already know your name and they will certainly know uh, why you're on, on the programme today, but we'll get to all of that in just a moment. I want to start with, though, uh, you are an owner of Scottish Terriers um, and I know that something rather big happened earlier this summer. Uh, you kind of hit the headline, so to speak, but for all the wrong reasons. Do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, it's a bit of a tale of woe, really. Um, so my husband and I were away for the weekend and we're not quite sure what happened, but we think maybe a delivery driver or somebody um, came to the house that the children were looking after the dogs for us. We've got two Scottish Terriers and um, the gate wasn't shut. So the, both Scottish Terriers got out um, and we received a phone call whilst we were in Ireland to say that they would both escape. So you can imagine we mm. were pretty frantic and unable to do anything because we weren't even in the this in the vicinity um the older scotty the girl um she came home mm -hmm. the younger boy bowie did not and right. he still isn't home and he still isn't home now this all happened no. in august was it it was july it was the 14th of july 14th of July, right. Well, people will remember that's Bastille Day in France. So, Indeed. And you were in Ireland, and of course you live in the UK, right? So you were absolutely um, out of the area at the time. And presumably you, you sh uh, cut short your stay in Ireland and came back to the UK. Yeah, so we were. it was pretty, um, pretty awful, really. We were just away for a weekend, you know, just a rare weekend treat away. And, of course, the whole thing was a disaster because the first night was when we found out that the dogs had gone. Yeah. Um, we just frantically tried to get flights back home, um, but we, we couldn't get back until the Monday. So, really, the search didn't happen in, in, you know, to any great extent or didn't really prevail until I got home on the Monday. I see. And were your neighbours informed of this? Were you able to reach out to some people to start the search in earnest? Yeah, sure. I mean, the kids did, you know, did a sterling job as best that they could. They, we're really lucky here. We've got, uh, we're, we're in quite a lot of little villages and we have sort of village emails and things like that. So immediately the village email and the, the, the village jungle drums, as it were, went, went into overdrive and people were out searching um, the local fields and stuff before we got home. So there was, there was a good bit of effort done even before we, we got home. But in terms of the, um, I guess the targeted campaign around posters and leaflets and social media and all that kind of stuff that happened once I got home. Now, how old um, is uh, is Bowie? So Bowie's five. He'll be six at Christmas, um, and he's our little baby boy. Yeah, yeah, he's five years old. Yeah, and I can imagine as we get closer to Christmas, this is going to be a particularly emotional time for you. 
Um, you, um, I know that uh, you said the other dog, uh, the older dog, um, uh, yeah. the female got got back all right. Well, she she made her way back. She did, yeah. So she was out for about an, just under an hour, and she when she came home, she was soaking wet. So we thought, oh my goodness, they've been down to the brook. Um, mm. There's a brook, a little river near us, and um, you know, Scotties are famous. They're they're famous for being you know, escapologists, as anybody with Scotties knows, they're mm. typical terriers. And Bowie is no exception. We've seen him climb a tree before today, and I didn't even know dogs could climb Good trees. Um, so he's he's quite um he's quite a spirited little thing. Mm. Um and and so you know they have got out before today. Um not very often, but when they have they always tend to go to the same place, which is where we take them for walks. Mm. So they always go down to the brook, have a little bit of a great time and then come home um as if you know large as life and twice as ugly but um this time it was just the girl that came home but they the kids knew immediately that she'd been to the brook they could tell by her coat mm. um and that's where they'd they'd honed their search in fairness that's where they'd been looking but um he would he had already gone it is strange isn't it because obviously one i mean at the moment uh, i mean we don't know the, the circumstances and, and nor do you i mean it could be uh that somehow the, the dog got into distress or it's possible that uh, somebody uh, found the dog and decided uh, not to uh, send the, the dog to its rightful home. We don't really know what, what I mean, you, you, you launched quite a, a large, and this is very impressive, a very large media campaign. And indeed part of that I know was that you contacted the London Scotty Club in the summer to ask us whether we could get the word out. But I know you, you also went quite wide with the press, didn't you? Yeah, we. To be honest with you, we George, we've we've kind of thought. We think we've thought about just about everything. Um, mm. And it, you know, if it was down to the effort of ourselves and down to the love and support of our local community, Bowie would have been home months ago. Um, but yeah, we we. It was really odd because when you're in that situation, and I guess this is the important thing for the listeners, really. For, God forbid it ever happens to you, but. Um, you, there's something about getting quite pragmatic mm. and you don't know what you don't know so I think for me it was about you know getting as much advice as possible but pulling all that together in a way that you could get quite pragmatic and there's there's things that you learn as you go along and you kind of wish you knew on day one really but you kind of learn as you go along yeah. so um, pretty soon I was keen to to sort of make him too hot to handle really i think is the expression that people use but it's it's doing that in a way that makes him hot to handle but not so hot that somebody would hurt him i mean do you and think that's and that's the dilemma i mean do you think that somebody i mean i don't know what what what's going through your mind and has been through all these agonizing months since this happened but um i mean are you still hopeful that somebody has found the dog and yeah. will 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 get in touch with or without, yeah. you know, uh, expecting some kind of, of reward, I don't know. But I mean, it, how 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 do you feel about that? Um, hun yeah, hundred percent. So uh, at first, we had to consider both options: a that he was just out having the best terrier time, and b that somebody had lifted him either innocently because they thought they were doing the right thing, or or less innocently. So we had to we had to. Um, assume both so we did a campaign for both mm. we had the campaign for does some has somebody seen my dog has somebody taken him you know accidentally mm. or kindly and can you give him back but we also did the stuff that you have to do if your dog just escapes 
So we learnt all about how to uh, try and tempt a dog back into home. So from things like putting dog beds um, and dog blankets on the washing line so that the scent mm. um, kind of goes into the air, from buying the cheapest um, sausages and putting them on a barbecue so that you send the scent out during the evening. We had um, night vision cameras. We had all kinds of stuff. So we did all the things around searching for a dog that was just out and loose we got um some people who had drones we had drones brought out so we could look at the area but we we're in a really rural area so um so the drones had to go far and wide so we were doing all of that at the same time that we were doing a campaign assuming that somebody had taken him in or or stolen him and that was kind of the posters the leaflets the local press and the local bbc radio Right. OK, well, that's great that you've got radio involved as well. And tell us, if you would, um, yeah. uh, with the drones and all the searches that people have uh, attempted in your local area, um, what sort of a, a territory size do you think you've covered in, in terms of searching? Um, so I've, I mean, in terms of the, the advice we were given was if the dog has escaped and is living wild then they'll never be much more than a mile away from where you are. Mm -hmm. So so in terms of the search, when we thought he was just missing, it was, you know, literally combing every field, um, every, everywhere for about a, about a triangle. You put your house in the middle and then you draw a one mile triangle. So, mm. so there was an intensive search for that. Um, then in terms of the, more locally for the, the poster campaign, we've probably gone... We live in, in Worcester, so we've gone as far out as Eversham, which is about 17 miles away. Um, and we've covered virtually every village between here and there. So it's quite, it's, it's, it's a fairly, fairly big area. Very extensive. Um, and then the social media campaign. Yeah, really extensive. And then the social media campaign is obviously wider than that. But we've, we've kind of leafleted every pub, every shop, every garage. So I guess... The thing to do is you've got to think about where do people gather mm. and where do people walk dogs. Yeah. So um, the poster campaign has been really, you know, every shop in the in the local towns like Pershaw and, and Evesham and all the shops, they've all had posters, um, all the garages. We've contacted every vet, every sanctuary, every groomer, um, dog groomer. So and then we've just put posters on um anywhere that's kind of prevalent like a park or a, a you know a, um, a gate by a dog walking area or anything like that where people are going to be walking so in terms of physical um, campaign in terms of newspaper campaign in terms of social media campaign have we missed anything out I mean that's quite quite an extensive broad and deep sort of approach um, I don't suppose there's a lot other that you can do now is there to and you just have to hope that somebody will come forward it's it's been really uh, it, it's really it's been really devastating to be honest george mm. but um the thing that we did initially that has now changed is we did obviously contact the police in the beginning mm. um but they wouldn't help because we had no proof that the dog had been stolen so um they they wouldn't get involved at all and it's and they've only become involved in the last week or so um because we've had i've had a couple of um reports of a dog matching his description ah. um in it fairly near and um in the same sort of street and area there's, there's been a few too many for it to be a coincidence 
and um, so I've been to the police now to say look you know can you help me with this because there's nothing else I can I don't know mm. what else I can do right yeah um, so that so they're now hoping to maybe offer some support but, but it's limited because obviously there's no there's no proof that he's been stolen right but if there are sightings of this dog um, one would hope that they can come off the fence and be more proactive surely yeah, you, 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 well, I'd like I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because at least they've got a lead, and then it's not just uh, a speculation or anything. I mean, there, there is a dog sighted, so we've got something tangible to work with on this basis. P potentially, potentially, but I've had lots of um, leads from the from July to now. Um, right. You know, we, I've travelled up and down the country on Gosh. on specs and leads. So, um, and. You know, and people have been just amazing and really helpful in terms of, you know, if they see anything or, mm. you know, it's just, it's brilliant. Um, it, it's, it has, be, it did become a bit of a full-time job, but, but nevertheless, it's, you know, you just have to um, keep persevering. I'm, I guess, rightly or wrongly, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that maybe he's still in the area. Mm. Um, and if he is, then that, that would be, pretty good because i think there's only six scotty dogs in the worcestershire area and two of them are mine right so um if if he is local then we hope to see him but i guess my biggest fear is that um people get spooked and they sell him on yes well of course and and i mean from judging from what you said it's obvious that the dog comes from a a loving family it's obviously clear that you go out uh, I say you've done a lot more than probably the average owner would. That's not to say that other owners don't care or wouldn't do it, but you've really thought outside of the box and you've obviously tried pretty much everything that you can think of uh, to try and keep, um, uh, you know, Bowie's, uh, uh, you know, visibility, so to speak, on, on the radar yeah. for people. Um, so yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But then, as you said yourself earlier, you know, if a dog is in the wild, he's probably not going to be more than about a mile from home. And you've had no. very few um, conclusive sightings uh, in that time, in, in those several months. You, you would have thought that the dog would have come back home, but clearly that has not yeah. been the case. Um, so yeah. one has yeah. to assume that the dog has been dognapped on that basis. Um, that would be the logical yeah, exactly. thing to, to, to determine. And there's been no body of the dogs found. So, again, I, no. I put it to you, you know, um, this perhaps should be escalated. But it's good that you've, you've things have moved on in the last week. And so we're obviously talking to you at the right time when things have uh, reached a, a kind of a new level with this. Yeah, they've reached a new level in as much as, uh, you know, the police will now have a conversation with me. Mm. Um, but um, but but it has it's pretty much down to myself my family and, and people like you guys who are who were just being so brilliant and proactive for us really and and i guess that's the um that's been the hardest part of it really you know it, it does feel a bit of a lonely mm. ex escapade really yeah. um yeah, you know and, it, and it's yeah. down to it is and it's and it's down to you're, you're relying on the the kindness and generosity of strangers and i guess what this has taught me um is that you know 99% of human beings are absolutely beautiful you know they're really kind and they will try and do whatever they can to help you um, and so even though this has been and continues to be just horrific and and I can't you know I wake up thinking about him I go to bed thinking about him his Scotty mum has turned into a different dog since he's gone 
um, it's been just really, really awful. But it does restore your faith in the majority of human beings that the majority of people are just good people. And, you know, we all want the same thing. We want this boy home where he belongs. Absolutely. And uh, in terms of sort of, uh, uh, the, the, well, let's also ask about the name. I mean, I, there is a, a connection here, isn't there? Why you chose the name uh, Bowie for your Scotty? Do you want to tell us about that? Um, yeah, yeah he was, so I'm a massive David Bowie fan and always have been. And um, when I when I first start, got Scotty's, I've always wanted a Scotty dog since I was a little girl. I always wanted a Scotty dog. And I had to wait a long, 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 long time till I got my Scotties. Um, and we started with the girl. And originally I'd always had a, a boy in my mind. I'd always thought, I'm gonna get a boy Scotty. And then my husband got me a Scotty as a gift, as a present. And he chose a girl, which was great. Um, what, so, you know, but I wasn't expecting a girl. So I didn't ever have a name for a girl. I'd always had a little a little Bowie boy. So um, so then when we'd had um, his his auntie for a, for a few years, she started to look a bit bored and a bit fed up on her own. <laughs> so we thought, oh, let's let's get her a little friend. Um, which I don't know if she was delighted. She was delighted with for about five minutes, and then got quite bored of that as well. But, but, um, but she, um, but so she, so Bowie's actually her nephew. Um, so they have the same maternal line, but a different paternal line. And so I always had Bowie for a boy. And then, of course, prior to getting my boy, um, the, the David Bowie, the real David Bowie, passed away. So it was even more um, definitely going to be a Bowie. And so he's Bowie Blackstar, named after uh, David Bowie's name and David Bowie's last album. So, yeah, I am a bit of a Bowie geek, I'm afraid. Right. And, um, and, and he was, you know... The thing about Bowie is we've known about him since literally the day he was conceived. Mm. Literally the day he was conceived. Wow. Because we went back to the breeders and said, we want a, we want a companion for, for the girl. And they said, oh, we were thinking about uh, breeding again, but we weren't sure. But now that you've rung, we'll do it. So um, it was my little girl's sister. And, um, you know, she, as soon as she it was confirmed that she was pregnant, we, we knew about it. We saw the scan pictures the day he was born. We knew about him. So this is this is our boy, yeah. you know, and, and, and he's always had company. He's always had either his mum with him mm -hmm. or his auntie with him. He's never been he's never been on his own. Yeah. So you are. And I think that's what that's so, what upsets me the most of course the and, that he could be on his own and your your the dog that you have with you so it literally is the auntie and and what is what is your dog called coco coco right okay and how old how old is, yeah. she, is coco so she's just turned nine nine right you see one of yeah. the things that i find staggering is that if anybody did in fact dog nap bowie um the question has to come what were they what were they hoping to achieve because um if you're looking to breed you're more likely to steal a female than a than a male um unless you really mm. need to see a, a, an, an optician uh you can usually tell the difference between male and female dogs so i'm just surprised in a way if it was that uh, or maybe it's something that started off in a different way and then became a dog nap. I mean, it's difficult to, to know, obviously, what's what's really behind this. But the I suppose, um, well, the, the hopefully the good news here is that you found a lead that will that will deliver Bowie back to you. Um, and um, how advanced is that 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 the investigation of that lead? Are you hoping to hear quite soon? Um, um, not necessarily. Um, what we've what we've I've spoken to the local police who've said that they will um, 
you know, add Bowie onto their patrols in terms of looking out for him. So um, I don't know what that means, whether that means they're going to do door-to-door -door inquiries or whether they're just going to keep an eye out. Um, it's not been made clear to me. The, the issue, I guess, that the police have got is that without any kind of definite sighting of him, mm. they, they, you know, to go and get a warrant or to go and search out buildings on somebody's properties, you, you need that person's permission unless you can have a warrant. And to get a warrant, you need to have quite substantial amount of evidence yeah. so that's that's the kind of um, chicken and egg really dilemma we're in yeah. really. it's yeah. it and I, it's it's awful because you're as as the aggrieved as the aggrieved mm. party you're having to work within the parallels of the law but the dog nappers don't yes well, of and course. so you're kind of you're on the back foot all the time really mm. which is why it's a, it's a we've got to be really careful i, I don't want to um create too much noise around any yep. leads because i don't want to spook people mm. um but at, but at the same time you know it's nice to know that i've got a police officer who's who's added me up now onto a patrol so i've got another pair of eyes and ears on this on the case i suppose absolutely well it sounds from what you're saying there and and we, we certainly would not want to prejudice this uh with, with you being this close to to a potentially uh constructive lead um, and let's put it no stronger than that at this point, Katrina. But um, it does sound yeah. like, from what you're saying, that you you know where there is, or believed to be, a Scottish Terrier that's not too far from uh, where yeah, you are. A, yeah, a, well, a small black dog. A small black dog. Um, it's probably the best way. Yeah, right. it's, more, it's, it's the best way of describing it. But what I also don't want to do is put all my eggs in that basket and stop any other search. Yeah. So I'm not making any assumptions that that lead's going to amount to anything. In fact, I have to assume that it won't. Mm. So Because um, what I don't want to do is stop the wider campaign because, you know, it could be in Newcastle or Portsmouth or, you know, it could be anywhere, really. So um, I need I need to keep that search up. There mm. are, you know, the Scotty, they're not that many Scotties around, you know, they just aren't. They're not, thankfully, you know, it's not a Perg or a, a Staffordshire Bull Terrier that I'm, I'm missing, you know. So um, there, there aren't that many. And the Scotty community, as you know, is a pretty close-knit mm. community and... So, you know, I'm confident that the Scotty community, if they saw a Scotty, would recognise the Scotty and would, would go on and talk to the owner of that Scotty to see what, if anything, they could find out. And, and that's all I'm asking from people, really. And I know that the word is getting out because I was with Coco and my husband down in Devon um, a few weeks ago. We were taking Coco on a little break because she hadn't had a break. Mm. And um, we were on a beach somewhere in the middle of Devon and a Scotty uh, owner came over with their Scotty dog and started chatting to us and started to tell me about this poor woman in Worcester who lost her Scottish terrier and I was like yeah that's me so the word is definitely, definitely. getting out if I can go on if I can go on holiday to Devon and somebody stops me on a beach mm. then um, then the word's certainly getting out which is which is all we can ask for really is just to ask people to keep searching and just keep him at the forefront of your mind that there is a beautiful little black Scotty dog. He's quite small, he's quite stocky, he's, he's a beautifully bred Scotty. So if you know your Scotty dogs as you guys will, when you see him, you will go, oh, that's a particularly good one. Mm. You know, he is really, he is, I, I think if we were, we were to show him, not that we do, but if we were to show him, he would have done very, very well. 
Maybe that's one of the purposes of um, this And I think that's now. possibly why they've got him. Yeah, yep. possibly. Yep. Um, his sister has his sister is shown at Crufts. His father is shown at Crufts. Mm. So um, that 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 might well be some of the motive. Although no. if they try to show him at Crufts, yep. then good luck to him because he's not very well behaved. Well, I think that actually they will find <laughs> it a struggle to get him into Crufts. If I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, the dog would have to be checked yeah, for his microchip. Well, exactly. He's registered and there's a microchip. Presumably the, the dog has a microchip, does he? Yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, he does he does have a microchip and I, but I don't want to upset your listeners but even though the dog does have a microchip what I have been warned is that in unscrupulous hands they do remove them well if they do then they will still need a microchip um, and any vet would yeah. be able to see um, that this dog has been shall a we scar. say ha, yes a scar has been yeah has been in some way yeah. um, uh, has been violated I think it's the right word to use here yeah. some very American yeah. term of course yeah. Um, so I think that they won't get very much, very far with in terms of just rewards on that side. Um, but in terms of where where it leaves you, so you have a lead, and obviously we don't want you to say where that lead is. But presumably, from no. what you're saying, it isn't very close to you. It's in another part of the country, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I hope that there are wherever this is that Scotty um, owners will um, or, the, or those who, who, who appreciate Scotty's will uh, knock on a few doors locally and ask if they've seen a dog that they've never seen before suddenly in the area in the last few months that they will take an interest in what is as you said a five-year-old Scotty how much uh, to your yeah. knowledge does does uh, does uh, Bowie uh, weigh how, 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 how heavy is he oh I, I I wouldn't. I, I would never clue. I mean, he's 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 pretty stocky, so he's quite he's small but heavy, I guess. Right. I think I think the thing to note about him um, that might be of interest and uh, is kind of helps the clues really, is when he went missing in July. Um, as, if you recall, it was a particularly hot summer, mm. and um, just prior to him going missing, I took him to the dog groomers. Now the thing about Bowie is he's an absolute darling. He's such a sweet little boy to everybody except a groomer or a vet. He doesn't like those at all. <laughs> so um, when we took him to the groomers, he's kind of well known for just having a completely different personality. And um, he was a typical terrier, so he's got a bit of a tuggy coat. He, he's in and out of everything. You know, he's, he, he's always up to no good. And um, so I said to my groomer, look, it's really, really hot. I think we're in for a hot summer. So just take the coat off completely. Um, so, so he, I mean, he looked a bit strange, bless him, but he didn't have any skirt, he didn't have any beard. He just had a bit of a fringe and he, was, he had a complete buzz cut. So to the untrained eye at that time, he would have just looked like a black terrier. Mm. Scotty, Scotty owners might have gone, oh God, someone's given him a blooming drastic cut, but he would have probably looked like a, a, just a terrier. By now, his coat should be coming back in. So I suspect he will have his beard and a bit of a skirt now. Mm. Um, and he's quite, um, well, you'll know Scotty's, you know, when you groom them for about 30 seconds, they look amazing. And then they all go a bit yeah. rap-taily again. And he, yeah. he kind of looks like, his, his fringe looks like it's been through the crimpers. You know, it's quite crimpy. Now, finally, and we've uh, certainly taken a lot more of your time than we thought we would, but it's been fascinating to hear your story about uh, Bowie. Can you just tell us finally, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they, can they reach you? If they have any leads or they have any information that could lead to the successful return of your dog? Sure. There's, um, he has his own Facebook page. So um, if he, it's, it's called uh, Bring Our Boy Home. 
is his Facebook page, so you can go on there. I think um, you, I think you're, you guys are going to send out some information as well in terms of his missing poster. But there is a mobile number. I don't know whether it's it's okay to share my mobile number. We'll, um, we'll on publish here, that. But I'd be quite happy to take. We will. We yeah. will publish that in in the website if that's okay. That's uh, a more more. Yeah, of course, perhaps. of course. Um, yeah. Okay, super. But we'll we'll certainly do that, and and we we look forward obviously to uh, receiving the the campaign poster, so we can include that with this with this podcast. Um, and any listeners yeah. with any uh, any any leads on this should definitely get in touch with you, Katrina. Right. So, but it's very encouraging to hear that the police are now sort of picking up a bit of speed on this, and let's hope that the the you know the latest developments in the last week or so um, are are a game changer in all of this. So we very much. Are, hope for the best there yeah yeah thank you and just to say as well to to your listeners you know please do get your dogs microchipped and i believe you can also have trackers um as well now so consider doing that too fantastic well thank you very much for speaking to us to london scotty radio this and all our podcasts are available online at londonscotty.club if you liked it be sure to subscribe to us from your favorite podcast player app Also visit us on YouTube for fun videos. And if you have a Scottish Terrier in London or nearby, be sure to join us.